Hello and welcome to the second row. This is episode three of the lockdown, and down the phone line is Ushin Collins. Hello, Porek. Back for another week of chats. That's it. And there's actual actual rugby news this week. I know. What a wild change. Uh, after we talk through the headlines, we're going to get into the much maligned baby cousin of rugby, uh, the non-contact tag rugby scene, and some of our happiest memories from that. But before we do, big news from across the pond. USA Rugby has filed for bankruptcy, but not real bankruptcy. It's a reconfigure more than proper bankruptcy. They have a huge kind of uh, events wing that they're effectively trying to go, let's get rid of that and focus on rugby and they should be kind of in a better place but they are having trouble for a while yeah and particularly with the success of mlr over in the us you know it it seems to be good times for rugby over there so hopefully they can ride this out yeah and we kind of hope the same for the australians who are in the same kind of financial troubles just not as bad yeah, although it does seem like they're starting some sort of love island, except it's, you know, rugby league island where they want to send everybody onto some deserted part of the Fijian islands and play a load of like rugby league there, which I mean, honestly, I would watch. That's because it'd be sport, not because of anything else. A- any sport, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can just imagine some form of Lord of the Fly scenario because having that many league players in one confined space can't end well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, in actual rugby news, there's there's been some developments around the laws. So World Rugby has just given some of their kind of clarification or directives to referees about the breakdown, which has become a bit of a Wild West. So I'm sure, you know, once they translate that to French, it might actually have an effect on the European game. Reveal from World Rugby is, ref the laws we have, please. Yeah. Simple as and, that. And, to be fair, they do this before every major tournament or clearly when they have nothing else to do. So this is good that they're trying to focus at rugby referees on particular parts of the game. And the breakdown has become both a real, you know, it's slowing down rugby as a contest, which is making it less entertaining. But there's also a player safety element. Players like flying missile style into the breakdown is uh, is not good for safety. And especially if you want to allow people to jackal for the ball, you have to stop that side entry it's just to protect people's ACLs. Definitely. And we're stuck with um, the angry potato who's in charge of England for another several seasons. Yep, Eddie Jones has re-signed till the end of the next World Cup. So God knows when that actually might be, given what's going on at the moment. It's not rugby, mate. It's not rugby. Uh, Like, he's so annoying, but his win rate does speak for itself. It does. I'm kind of surprised, given how bored he seems to be, based on some of the stuff that's coming out in the press, that he has re-signed with England. But you know what? Either it's successful or it doesn't work out and he's going to get a very big check to please leave. One, where can he go? And two, who currently can afford him? Yeah, both good questions, Porik, that I do not have answers to. Hey! Um, What I do have certainly no answers, but lots of stories about is tag. So tag rugby is some people, you know, maybe they think of it as a gateway drug or, you know, a social activity, but you know, masquerading as a sport. Like for me, it, it's been something that I've been involved in in one way or another since 2006. Uh, you probably don't know this. Back when I was living in Galway back then, um, during a summer in college, I refereed tag rugby out in Corinthians. Anytime I've seen you, you've been like a scrum half ref in games that you've been playing them anyway. So this is the time you actually were allowed to. <laughs> yeah, got the free jacket and everything. But uh, <laughs> I suppose the first time I really got into playing tag was with my old work team back in Galway. 
And I played for them for a season as well when you're short players. <laughs> That's right. The Toy Soldiers. That was a, that was a really good fun league. Um, playing in Galway Thursday nights. And there was always a barbecue and a couple of beers afterwards. But there was some variety of uh, of talent out there from the, the excellent to the less excellent. Yeah, I'd started the year or two beforehand with a, a random team that was made up online of people just going, let's just do something for fun and meet new people because a lot of my friends had left Galway at the time so I was like I just need to find new people to talk to at least one night a week so tag rugby felt like the perfect way to do it and that was actually how I got into playing rugby yeah that's true well despite the fact that we never made it big there was one story you have of a certain uh, a certain well-known Connacht player who, who who you came up against on the tag pitch yeah it was my first season playing tag rugby in the bottom league of the Corinthians tag and there was a fitness group team against us and who was playing for them but Tiernan O'Halloran. This was back before he'd really made it big it was certainly before he'd been called into Ireland camps but still a professional rugby player. We were there playing the game and we were all going I really recognise one of their players like you know vividly you know you really know the face. <laughs> looks so familiar yeah. And it wasn't until we went into the bar and we saw him on the Connacht rugby flyers that were on the bar tables. <laughs> All I remember is he was very clearly, looking back at it, the way that he was stepping and the way that he was trying to come around players, we probably should have spotted him a bit earlier than that. But uh, tag wasn't really his sport. Glad that he made it in the full contact game instead, you know, while the rest of us specialised into, into, <laughs> into tag rugby. That's it. And I don't know about you, but I've really used tag as a way to connect to different communities as I've moved around Ireland like when I first moved to Dublin I joined a tag league which you kind of came to as well yeah when I when I changed jobs and moved moved to Dublin I played with my work team again but that that team of pals that you had is still a team that I play with today and I guess for you as a freelancer there is a lot more kind of movement and a lot more kind of changing in what you do so it's great to have that link um the try another day gang have have been great fun to to play with uh, i hope some of them were listeners back in the day i wonder are they still around give us a tweet if you're there guys that's a cheap plug and i'm that's okay <laughs> i suppose where it culminated is there was a gang of yours and my friends pulled together a team last year uh, and played for the season in um what i'm sure they won't mind us saying was one of the most god-awful tag teams we've ever played in oh no we were so bad like just so bad <laughs> It was great fun, though. I mean, we had a couple of people on the team who'd played rugby for years and, you know, knew the game, but the old non-contact thing took a bit of learning. Um, and, and yeah, it was just so much fun. Uh, it was a nice chance, as you said, to to keep connected with that community of people and have something other than just going for, going for pints to focus around. You know, there was barbecues, there was uniforms to be planned. It was, uh, it was really good. Uniforms to be planned. You mean buying 10 to 15 yellow t-shirts? fluorescent <laughs> yellow t-shirts yeah i remember i <laughs> know oh, but it, it really was brilliant you know and for a team of friends and and like we were literally every level off me and you had played contact and a few others and then to some people this is the first time they're ever holding rugby ball like it was such yeah. a vast range yeah and you know when you think about the theme of community that we've talked about through the lockdown series so far the tag community apart from and there is an element that takes it way too seriously it's a brilliant chance for people, not just within teams, but across all of the teams to to get together and to socialize. Like we've made a couple of good friends uh, who are part of our group now through playing against them and tag a couple of times last season. Yeah, and that's 
a really important thing about tagging. Like, yeah, it is fun. And I, I know I can only speak for myself. I am one of those people. For a while, the game is on. Take it far too seriously and get far too riled up. Yeah, I've I've had to sub you off a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we've had to sub you off as well. So you know, this is this is what happens. But <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> but the big thing we all took away from it is that friendship. Even when the refs get to know you as just a bit of fun, and that medal we won at the end of the year for winning one game last summer was so important and that piece of glassware that you have in your apartment it literally felt like the world cup final to us to that in that moment i i remember vividly the minute that we won it and you had just arrived i think and i remember you running down the sideline because we were all like dogpiling on one another having like beaten this other team who had had a really bad year by like two points with this incredible try that my flatmate scored with the last play of the game, it was it, it was genuinely like as you said, World Cup final vibes. Um, we must have looked ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but that's what the fun was, you know, that ridiculousness. And your housemate is still going on about that try. <laughs> he will never stop. He really won't. <laughs> but it was that team and getting back on a pitch that led him to play rugby again. You know. It all circles around to people coming in, playing rugby, and rejoining and rejoining. It, it just it's a continuous circle. In fact, two of our friends got back playing rugby after that. Uh, you've got Jason and Niall, who are both now contact rugby players, and never would have been without tag. Yeah, and that's like we go back to that's how I started my rugby career a couple of years ago until I broke my leg. You know, so yeah. whereas whereas I've gracefully retired into tag rugby, I think. Yeah, after we played for that one season together. Yeah, which I think you ended up breaking your leg and I ended up with rib cartilage damage. So maybe non-contact is for the best for us. For now, anyway. <laughs> Definitely. And obviously, the real high point of tag rugby is registering your team at the start of the season and trying to come up with the best tag rugby-based pun you possibly can. And no one has ever come up with a good one. No, but maybe somebody out there on the airwaves has. So if you have a good either potential name or one that you've seen used out there, tweet us at the second row. That's 2ND, not the word second. Uh, and let us know your unbelievable rugby puns for tag team names. And tell us all the other things you want to talk about. There's so much in the rugby world that me and Oshin can impart a small bit of knowledge about anyway. So... And an awful lot of words. <laughs> So until Monday, where you'll be hearing from me and a former comp great. Until next Friday, where I mean Oshin will be back. Stay safe and chat to you then. Take care, everyone. Bye.